0: Chapter Nine of Balsamo the Magician by Alexandre Dumas, translated by Henry L. Williams. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Knight of Redcastle. Philip of Tavernay, Knight of Redcastle, did not resemble his sister, albeit he was as handsome for a man as she was lovely for a woman. Andrea's embrace of him was accompanied by sobs, revealing all the importance of this union to her chaste heart. He took her hand and his father's, and led them into the parlour where he sat by their sides. "'You are incredulous, father, and you, sister, surprised. But nothing can be more true than that this illustrious princess will be here shortly. You know that the archduchess made her entry into our realm at Strasbourg. As we did not know the exact hour of her arrival, the troops were under arms early, and I was sent out to scout. When I came up with the royal party, The lady herself put her head out of the coach window and hailed me. My fatigue vanished as by enchantment. The Delphiness is young like you, dear and beautiful as the angels. Tell me, you enthusiast, interrupted the baron. Does she resemble anyone you have seen here before? No one could resemble her. Stay, come to think of it, Why, Nicole has a faint likeness. But what led you to suggest that? I had it from a magician, who at the same time foretold your coming. The guest? timidly inquired Andrea. Is he the stranger who discreetly withdrew when I arrived? The same, but continue your story, Philip. "'Perhaps we had better make something ready,' hinted the lady. "'No,' said her father, staying her. "'The more we do, the more ridiculous we shall appear.' I returned to the city with news, and all the military marched to receive the new princess. She listened absently to the governor's speech, and said suddenly, "'What is the name of this young gentleman who was sent to meet me?' And her governess wrote on her tablets, "'My name!' chevalier philip tavernay redcastle sir she said if you have no repugnance to accompany me to paris your superior will oblige me by relieving you of your military duties here for i made a vow to attach to my service the first french gentleman met by me in setting foot in france and to make him happy and his family the same in case princes have the power to do so what delightful words said andrea rubbing her hands hence i rode at the princess's coach door to nancy through which we marched by torchlight she called me to her to say that she meant to stop a while at tavernay though i said our house was not fit to receive so mighty a princess the sweeter will be the welcome then the more plain but the more cordial she replied poor though tavernay may be It can supply a bowl of milk to the friend who wishes to forget for a time that she is the princess of Austria and the bride of France. Respect prevented me debating further. So I have ridden ahead. Impossible, said Andrea. However kind the princess may be, she would never be content with a glass of milk and a bunch of flowers. And if she were went on Tavernet, she would not tolerate my chairs, which break one's back, and my ragged tapestry offending the sight. Devil take capricious women! France will be prettily governed by a feather brain who has such whims. Plague take such a token of a singular reign! Oh, father, how can you talk so of a princess who floods our house with favours? who dishonors me returned the old noble who was thinking about taverney not a soul my name slept under redcastle ruins not to come forth till i arrange the fit time and here comes the freak of a royal babe to pull us out into public dusty tattered and beggarly the newspapers always on the lookout for food for fun We'll make a pretty comic talk of the brilliant princess's visit to the Tavernay Havel. But, death of my life, an idea strikes me. I know history, and of the Count of Medina setting fire to his palace to win a queen's attention. I will burn down my kennel for a bonfire to the Dauphin's bride.' As nimble as though twenty once more, the old peer ran into the kitchen, And plucking a brand hurried out and over to the barn but as he was nearing the trusses of forage balsamo sprang forth and clutched his arm what are you about my lord he asked wrenching away the flambeau the archduchess of austria is no constable of bourbon a traitor whose presence so fouls a dwelling that it must be purified by fire the old noble paused pale and trembling and not smiling as usual go and change your gown my lord for something more seemly continued the mysterious guest when i knew the baron of Tavernay at philipsburg siege he wore the grand cross of saint louis i know not of any suit that does not become rich and stylish under the ribbon of that order take it coolly her highness will be kept so busy that she will not notice whether your house be new or old dull or dazzling be hospitable as a noble is bound to be never forestall vexations my lord every dog has his day taverney obeyed with the resignation he had previously shown and went to join his children who were hunting for him uneasy at his absence the magician silently retired like one engaged in a piece of work End of chapter 9 Recording by John Van Stan, Savannah, Georgia